Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? All right, rocking and rolling. Two and a half weeks out from Razorback football. Absolutely. And hey, look, if you haven't signed up for that Arkansas Hog Call Podcast Fantasy League, I suggest you go ahead and do that right now. Yeah, we got a couple spots left. Going to be fun. Come on, guys. And, you know, it's 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 really cool because we got a lot of interest really quick uh, this year versus, you know, what we had seen, you know, in the past where – we didn't have, you know, as much interest as quickly. And uh, so it's just nice. It's just nice seeing that, you know, we got that we got that interest, you know, pop yeah. up real quick. So Yeah, nice to see fans of the show, listeners of the show, really, really embrace playing the game. And, you know, there's probably a lot of people like me, procrastinators, that are just waiting a little bit. But no, go ahead and get on it. It's before all your NFL fantasy drafts. We don't want to get those in a hodgepodge either. So it's mm-hmm. uh yeah, everybody sign up. We still got spots left. We'll expand the league if we need to. So don't be don't be shy. Absolutely. And and the great thing about it is is like for me, you know, I didn't know anything about fan tra- tracks. Or I think that might have been, you know, a stumbling block was like people like I don't know about it and stuff. So you know, now that people's more you know used to it and things like that it kind of makes it you know more accessible oh yeah they do a really good job i think they're they're pretty much the first ones to do uh, college fantasy not a whole lot even yahoo picked it up and then dropped it so they've worked out a lot of kinks so i'm glad uh, fan tracks is uh, continuing to grow and get better exactly and as far as uh like our lives and stuff like that go we almost got it we almost got everything worked out I think, uh, you know, as soon as this guy gets his head out of his ass over there in the little booth, it, uh, you know, he kind of gets things going in the right direction. We'll be good to go. Like he almost had it, Billy almost had it and he just, he just couldn't follow through. He just couldn't make it happen. Yeah. Sounds, sounds, sounds about, (laughs) damn it, Billy, open up another beer before you get even, oh, that was you. Okay. Well, that's fine too. Well, I, I opened the one up. That you could hear, but if you look over there, Billy's over there shotgunning one right now. Well, I just think it's inappropriate. Oh, yeah, he he says with a name name like Billy, he's he's just destined to shotgun a beer in every (laughs) podcast before, during, and after, during, after. Yeah, more power to him. But hopefully, he straightens up and gets the live stream going. Yeah, I think we'll have it. We'll have it soon. I mean, we got it. Like I said, audio still, so we're good there, and we'll have it soon. It's just, you know, I guess it's just hiccups with these things. So, um, I guess we're going to what? We're going to take a look at the defense uh, this week, uh, special teams uh, this week, and just kind of look at, you know, where, you know, where we're at, where we're going, and where we think, where we think, uh, where we think everything's going to be at. All right. Yep. Sounds like a plan. Also, uh, before we really get into that, thank you to the fans that um, have. We told you last week to kind of go out and rate our podcast, re-rate them. We're kind of back on iTunes, and thank y'all for doing that. 
Oh yeah, we we had uh, we had a few people jump out there and rate the podcast. That was nice because uh, that happened quickly. Anybody else that's hearing this, I mean, that's that's one of the best ways you can support us. You know, it's just to go out there and and rate the podcast, and uh, that really helps a lot. You would be surprised how much that helps drive traffic to the podcast. But like you're saying, all right. So this episode we're talking defense and special teams, some key areas that we need to work on in order to win this year yeah yeah absolutely um you know i i think that you know there is a lot of talent coming to the defense and and we talked about this in the last episode about you know how we have um the the transfers coming in for the defensive line and and things like that And, and we just got a lot of talent I feel like on the defense and I know like that's been kind of our pain point in the past and we saw a much better defense last year and I think you're going to see even an even more improved defense this year because we have more linebackers than we had last year. We have more depth in our secondary which is really where Odom really excels and that's when he has a good secondary he has a really good defense. Yeah, that's big. Big reliance on the on the secondary. Is he's only played at least at least with Arkansas. He's just played the two linebackers. Um, so having those having those five D backs uh, goes a long way. But yeah, we've. I mean, we. Uh, I think fifteenth fifteenth in the the FBS and percentage of returning defensive production. So we got a lot of guys back. And that last year. You know, last year we were 99 in scoring defense, 105 in total defense. Gave up only 24.7 in the first six games through an all-SEC schedule, but that last three out of four, giving up 50 points, mm-hmm. um, hit that pretty bad. And Odom, hopefully we're, get, we're consistent in takeaways. We were third in takeaways in the SEC. That had a lot to do with the six-interception game against Ole Miss. But when we were taking – the ball away from teams. We had a we had a chance to win every one of them. And I hope we continue that, and not just and and hopefully in every game. Mm-hmm. And when we look at our defense, I mean, I guess the the one thing we want to look at first is what is our losses on defense. And we've lost Jonathan Marshall. You know, that was our big loss. Uh, but other than that, we're pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all we lost. that's all we did. We lost him to the NFL. You know, the other night I think he had a, he had a safety. Safety sack and preseason, so good, good for him. But yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're gonna miss him. He took a lot of. Um, he's also a key on that defensive line. Hopefully, like you were mentioning earlier, Chad, about uh, the three grad transfer defensive linemen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and Williams, Ridgeway, and Utsy, help fill that void. And some of the guys that's been on campus for a few years um, steps up. Absolutely. And the real question I have is like, will Carter retain his position, right? Will he step up and like take that position and run with it? Or are we going to see a a transfer move in there? Who's that? Carter. Torian Carter, the backup for uh, Marshall. I got you. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's my fault. Um, it's all good. Yeah, hopefully so. Um, what did Carter do last year? Yeah, he, he wasn't wasn't seen too or didn't I don't think many. he got a lot of time last year, did he? I didn't yeah. I don't recall you know, I mean I know he I'm sure he rotated in and out, but I don't think Yeah, I mean he played eight games but only registered eleven tackles. Mm-hmm. No, let's see, one pass breakup and nothing nothing else besides that, but um, he's got obviously like you were saying without Marshall there, he's got a much bigger chance to to get some playing time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, what do you think about Gregory and Nicholas? How do you feel about uh, about those, those two? Yeah, I'm excited about both those guys. To, to, they've both been on campus a couple of years. I'm excited for both of them, too. Uh, and Gregory was our leading sack guy last year, two and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, leading the defensive line and tackles for loss, so really big for him to to be out there. Um, and then Nichols, I'd like to see. I've, we've seen some good, a lot of good things from Nichols. And as a redshirt junior, this is his fourth year playing. Uh, 
it's time for him to really kind of take control of a starting spot and mm-hmm. help that line out. Yeah, I totally agree. I, you know, I think that we're going to see like some of these guys really, you know, come into their own and that's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, that's a big part of, you know, new new defensive line coach this year. Uh, uh, Jermil Ashley. Mm-hmm. So it'll be exciting to kind of see what he does um, with this chance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, you know, hopefully he's going to come out there and, and, and really show out. I don't know. It just almost feels like with the support of Pittman that people are going to excel, you know. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if that trend continues. Yeah, well, definitely. We've got to have that D line step up. We were one point one point four sacks per game last year. That's awful, and we were one of the worst in uh, in pressure to the quarterback. So we've got to our defense will be even even better if we just <laughs> we just get some pressure on the opposing teams. But I think these guys are capable. There's a lot of experience on this team. And plus, even with the grad transfers, they might not have experience here, but they've got, I mean, they're all, <laughs> they've all played four years somewhere else. A lot of football under the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these guys have kind of grown up. It's been young, like uh, Soli and, uh, and again, like Gregory. Uh, he, he had a pretty good year last year. But uh, Zach Williams, some of these guys really got a, uh, Jashad Stewart's had some pretty good, um, comments coming out of camp from him so it's it's time these guys are going to get their chance we need some guys to step up absolutely and you know i think you know i, I think you'll see it i think we really haven't been able to get much penetration as a defensive line for a very long time and that's that's really what i've wanted to see improve um so hopefully you know we see that we see guys who are, who are in the backfield and rushing the quarterback and making them you know make a um hasty decision but at the same time you know this three this three four that odom runs really does not utilize the line like that to a certain degree a lot of ways it feels like they're more there you know just to stop them from advancing you know Hmm. and 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 just to just to try to attack the run uh basically and then you got your defensive backs that you're you know you're 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 bringing them you know you're bringing them and and you're you're being aggressive and you got them coming and flowing to the ball you know and you hope that they can get in you hope that your three linemen can keep them you know behind the line of scrimmage so they can get there and get a sack you know so i I don't know i mean it's not my favorite defense if i'm just being honest you know i don't understand why we don't run four three two that's my favorite you know you roll you can roll out of that to cover two you know cover three cover four whatever you want to do there uh, by rolling your guys around, but the, I've I've just never been really happy with a three man front. I I don't care for that as a coach personally. Yeah, I was, the the question you already answered that. What you think? But there is um, I don't know if we have more depth with the defensive line this year, but it has been. I have seen or heard on one of the press conferences that they have been trying out some four uh, four down line. So my next question, you kind of already answered that. How would you like to see that if Odom did implement that this year more? So yeah, yeah, I think in the college ranks for me a four three two is perfect uh, because you know you you have your two defensive ends you know rushing off the edge. You got a couple tackles. Uh, you got your you know you got your defensive backs, and you can rotate down safeties. You can bump out a linebacker. You know you can do a lot of things with that. You could put a nickel over there and roam. You know there's a whole lot of things you can do. You can you can go one safety up high, which you know is dangerous, especially when you're playing in the SEC because you're leaving the the open field uh, for chance. You know you got to really be you got to really be going after a team that's running the ball. You know to do something to get to get that ballsy in the SEC. You know, to me, because you almost always want to have two safeties up high in the SEC just because you want to split the field because the, everybody's so fast. You know, it's like the mm-hmm. NFL. Everybody's so fast in the SEC. So it's, you have to adjust to that speed, and you have to attack that. And the best way to do that is to split the field and then let two safeties roam each side, right? Yeah, makes sense to me. But if they're running the ball a lot, you know, 
heck, you don't need you don't need a co- you know cover one will work, especially if they're you know which we don't see you know hardly any of this you know in the SEC, but especially if if they're going wing T or something like that, you know you can you can yeah. drop a <laughs> drop a guy down. But we're not playing Georgia Tech or anything, so no. We're playing Georgia. Oh wait, we are playing a wing T team this year, aren't we? <laughs> mm. well, maybe we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so that's the D lineman. I mean, you know, they're looking pretty good. What do you think? You think we're going to probably look at what Grant Morgan at Mike linebacker, bumper pull over at Will, something like that. Yeah, I mean those guys are. Uh, Definitely, definitely going to be the starters there. Both of them playing nine games last year. I know Morgan battling with some injuries. Poole had broken ribs and still fighting through it. Both of those guys leading tacklers last year. Remember when he had the broke arm? And he was snagging balls out of there? Just one-handed? Running them back for touchdowns? Yeah, and he's he's coming. I mean, chose to come back. He's married. About to go to, I think he's... I don't go to medical school, or he was, he was doing something. He wanted to come back for six years, so he's come on, he's easy man. to root for and makes plays and wants wants to help this program. Might wind uh, up in the NFL. He has a breakout year. Might have to put yeah. the uh, doctor stuff on hold. Oh yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> if he's coming back, he's coming back for a six year of college football. I'm sure he would he would love to extend his playing career. But I've seen a lot of. Good preseason accolades with him being mentioned on not only all SEC lists but also mm. All American. So he's um, it's good to see that his uh, hard work and talents getting recognized. But there, I mean, that's gonna that's such a big key for those two guys to both stay healthy, make make big plays. I and mean, it's a big year for we've been bragging on Bumper Fool Pool for a while, and he's a mm-hmm. senior this year. I mean, that's that's two senior uh, linebackers. That's just gonna just be a big. Big part of the defense in the middle. Yeah. And Morgan was impressive at media days, too. I don't know. I'm just going to say, like, he had a hell of a hell of a little speech there. I really enjoyed uh, listening to him on media days. And you could just tell, like, he is the leader of that defense. Like, he has he has a vision, and, and he's leading that team to accomplish that vision. And that is awesome to see because there's been a lot of years where – we had to sit here and say we don't know who we are defensively. We don't know what kind of team we are. We don't have an identity, you know. And we definitely have an identity this year, so it's nice. Yeah, I think he's going to set set the tone to to be tough, tough and hard nosed on defense. I mean, it just 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 helps that somebody's just like wow. I mean, just sacrificing another another off season, another year of hard SEC football to. Just want to win for the Razorbacks. I think that's a that's a big time for for Odom and this defense to have. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, like you're saying. Yeah, he's. I mean, just just real impressive at his media days, and he, mm-hmm. he deserved every bit to be one of the players selected to go. Mm-hmm. What do you think they'll do with Brooks? You think they'll put him out at nickel and just let him kind of roam around a little bit, or do you think they're gonna, you know, bump him up on the line? I don't know. What would you say? Uh, he's, I don't know. It'd he's be been really. He's, he's been he's been a big asset to the defense. I mean, I mean, well, he set the tone last year in that uh, mm-hmm. taking that pick six and then versus Mississippi State. Yeah, but you got to think he's coming back bigger and stronger this year. So that's why I say you put him as a stand up end. You know, every once in a while, that would be pretty interesting to see. Yeah, I bet he could do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what his growth has been like from last year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, well, let's see. Well, what we got? We got, uh, well, you're going to have cattle on at safety. You know that, you know. Uh, he's going to be your he's gonna be your uh, strong safety back there. And then you'll have Fouché on the weak side. So, Yeah, I think that's a pretty good pairing of the safeties. Obviously, cattle on, if he can stay in the game and not get ejected, um, for the targeting, whether some of those I, were I'm right, glad, I'm glad he wrong, got ejected but... for that targeting game. I'm, I'm, that made me excited. I'm glad he had, you know, he went out there and I don't know. I said it after the game, and I, you know, I don't think, I don't know. I guess a lot of people probably have a different opinion about it, but I think that 
you know, sometimes you need to go out there and throw a snobber knocker around so they know you're not playing, you know. I didn't think what he did was malicious. I just think he was playing hard football and he had a helmet-to-helmet contact, you know. I think it could happen to anybody. Yeah, it seemed like that happened not just one or two or one game, but it happened a couple. But I just, I just want him to stay out of I don't think it's right for him to be thrown out for any of those. And we kind of see a couple of games last year where the opposing team did worse mm-hmm. to us and their player stays in. But you can't have Catalan miss the entire second half versus Missouri or uh, LSU and then just the, just the leader on that in that back end. I like the hard hitting but I wish I wish they would just kind of change that rule a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not try to key on him to throw him out. Well, it was twice that it happened, right? Wasn't it twice? I think it was twice. And then so. the second game, you know, they 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 was trying to like, you know, prove a point or whatever. But I th- I just felt like both of those were not. I just thought it was aggressive play. And when you're playing football aggressively and you're and you're and you're leaving it all on the field and you're giving, you know, you're giving everything you got. Sometimes you're not able to stop yourself or control yourself in a last minute situation. You know, and you have receivers out there catching and ducking right away. You know, you're going <laughs> over for the, the middle. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, you're going for the hip. If they would have just stay stay stood up, they, you know, it'd have been a big hit. But then <laughs> as bad as whenever they uh, they get low and they come back at you like that, you know, and that that kind of causes it too. But at the same time, you know, they should be able to defend themselves. I wouldn't expect a receiver out there not being able to catch the ball and get low and defend yourself, you know. And sometimes heads are going to bump together. Oh, yeah. And McCall on such 99 tackles last year. Led the team in interceptions, had four pass breakups, a couple fumbles, forced fumbles. So that's just – he's – the big key. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, we haven't had a. Uh, we don't always have such a good safety as him and a hard hitting one at that. So it's going to be awesome for him mm. to be back this year. And another guy kind of like Morgan getting some really good All SEC and All American uh, kind of you know preseason accolades. So it makes me feel better. It's like all right, we're not. I'm not just being a homer. They really are that good. Yeah, absolutely. I remember talking about. You know the the all the fumbles and stuff would it happen and it was like man that's not good when your safety is <laughs> stripping the ball and stuff that's not where you want to be at right um, no, that's true but he was though he was he was at least he was getting turnovers he's making things happen you know and you want to you want to see that continue you know I can't wait to see some pick sixes I think this year will be a year where you'll have a lot of pick sixes coming back. So, anyway, and oh, then, yeah. then we got what uh, Clark and and uh, Monteric Brown at uh, cornerback. You know, that's a that's a that's a couple of uh, you know good players that are that are gonna you know that they've they've got some time in. They are uh, you know good at what they do. They didn't. I mean, they didn't break out or have extraordinary years, but uh, this would be a good year for them to be able to you know, showcase their talents. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Hudson Clark comes along. He had that one game against Ole Miss where he had three interceptions, was given a big chance, earned a scholarship after that rightly. I mean, he helped uh, win an SEC game. Um, so it'll be interesting to see him. He's he's able to compete for that starting job. He's going to get the chance. Uh, it'll be interesting to see his growth as a as a player, um, as a freshman so- or redshirt freshman sophomore this year. And also, yeah, uh, Monteric Monter- Brown's been on the field since he was a freshman. So as a senior, what can he, what can he really do this year to solidify that spot and solidify that cornerback position? Yeah. Love the team and pass breakup. So hopefully, um, and that's only playing get eight of those ten games. So it'll be interesting to see how he comes along as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be nice to see you know what happens with Clark. You know, uh, because he did get what uh, three interceptions, I guess, against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. So that was that was fun to see. And it, but this is also this is his first year on scholarship too. So it's going to be nice to see, you know, him get out there and uh, you know have something to play for. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was already he already did, but he like he was he's been rewarded. He's going to be excited. You know, I don't know. I just think that helps players play harder when they're in those sorts of situations. 
I would think so. As coming in from walk on, you know, he's not mm-hmm. just a kid from walk on from from Dallas. I mean, who's obviously he's really good in uh, high school, but um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he's he said, hey, you can compete. You can be an SEC cornerback in the the best league mm-hmm. uh, in football. You you you've earned a scholarship and you've got a chance. So I'm excited to see if he can. I mean, if he can. Against Corral, Matt Corral, the Ole Miss quarterback, is supposed to be. He's lauded as one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. He picked him off three times mm-hmm. in one game. So he's he's got definitely got potential. I mean, he's only a sophomore, first year on scholarship. It'll be fun to see. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know, Poole and Catalan, they finished uh, in the top five SEC among tacklers last year. So you know. We're going to have a really solid defense coming back all together. And it's just, I don't know, it's really exciting to see that. Uh, you know, once you, once you factor everything in together, it's a really good defense. The question is, like, do we have the depth to rotate yeah. it and out? You know, and that's where things start to get, you know, worrisome. Yeah, that's, I mean, you just look at some of the names on the uh, – and the defensive backs, you just haven't seen a whole lot, or that doesn't mean they can't. Mm. But you just haven't seen uh, Simeon Blair as much, or you have seen a little bit of Ladarius Bishop, but it's nice for him to um, uh, show up a little bit more. Kari Johnson, Miles Slusher, Ja'Cory Turner, Devin Bush. You want to see these guys, and because um, you're going to be needing to rotate those guys out, we're going to be needing depth. And then on the and the linebackers, man, you got Grant Morgan and Bumper Pool, but what happens if one of those guys goes down? Is Deion Edwards, Hayden Henry going to step up? You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. on the defensive line, Ken Dorian Gerald, he's a redshirt senior. Was touted pretty high when he came in here and transferred a couple of years ago, but he's been battling injuries. Can he have a big year um, that he's been wanting to have since he came on campus? So, But you're right, the death is going to be such a big issue. From the, that, start, that start in 11, though, you feel really good. feel mm-hmm. really good about that. Oh, yeah. No, you really do. And I, I think, you know, we'll see, you know, how our uh, how our rotation goes. But, I mean, if that, if that goes well, you know, you're, you're sitting pretty, you know. You really are. You know, I mean, you got a couple of linemen that, that work with Barry Odom. There's a, they're excited to be there. He's excited to bring them in, you know. Uh, he are, They already know his system, so it's not something where they're going to have to, like, learn a new system or anything like that. They get to come right in and come in rocking and rolling. Yeah, second year in that system too, Chad. Um, mm-hmm. They got a spring this year. Um, I know. I guess every SEC team played an all SEC schedule last year, but it'll be nice to have some games, um, not against SEC opponents, and really, it'd be nice to come out with rice and come out with a couple uh, shootouts or shutouts. Shootouts. Don't care for shootouts. Shutouts are better. <laughs> My apologies. I mean, I like a good shootout. I don't know. If, if we win, yeah, I definitely, definitely <laughs> in games we're not involved in. I'd I like I like watching them, but I don't want to shoot out with rice. How about that? <laughs> but if we're winning, a good shootout is always fun. Yeah, I mean, I could I could see that happening. I mean, we're gonna have you're gonna have to score. We're gonna have to score a bunch, but yeah. What but about just the- give us a shutout somewhere? Give us a shutout. <laughs> What about uh, Kanye Parker, the defensive back from uh, Tulsa? Do you think he's going to? Uh... He's a freshman. He's coming in from Booker T. Washington High School. He's supposed to, you know, supposed to have, you know, really good years as a high school player. So, I wouldn't. Uh, Tulsa Bishop's really good. Uh, produces a lot of good, good football players. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. doubt it. Yeah, it will be interesting to see some kind of some newcomers who who contributes because there's some guys that we obviously not see in practice um, mm. could make an impact. Yeah, he was the second best player in Oklahoma uh, according to Rivals. I mean, he you know right. so he's not you know he's not chopped lever. He should be able to come in and you know produce a little bit. I mean, it's gonna be tough in the SEC coming in as a freshman. I don't get me wrong, I understand that, but I don't know. Yeah, that's not. I, I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not either. I think you know, I think he might be somebody to watch. So okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, we need to develop those guys because um, next year, 
it's all about this year, but I mean, once we've got the, the two deep on the linebackers are all seniors, mm-hmm. they've got to find some help and get some guys in there to start, to start contributing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Well, we also have uh Cade Parsons, that defensive back too. He's interesting. Okay. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play at all last year. Yeah, I think he transferred in from North Texas. Um, they didn't play. You know, didn't see much there. Uh, had a pr- pretty decent uh, high school career, but wasn't. You know, he was only a two star. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. There's somebody they're definitely they're trying to build up. You know, and uh, and and I don't know to turn into a, a good player. So, it'd be interesting to see what his uh, gains are. Yeah, it will. At 6'3", 215 pounds, playing defensive back, that's pretty impressive, man. Yeah, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good frame for a defensive back. <laughs> man, you got Chase Lowry. He looks good, too. guess he had a bunch of offers texas tech purdue michigan state memphis pitt san diego state oregon state played okay. at fresco high school 42nd quarterback in this class so on and so forth but i mean definitely not as impressive as you know he you know so i don't know it's gonna be good it's gonna be fun to watch you know this this freshman crop and see see what they can do at defensive back. Yeah, it's always going to be. And also, what Jaden Johnson, six two two twenty, he back from Cedartown, Georgia, chose us over South Carolina, Georgia Tech, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Virginia. Nice, not bad, not bad at all. And we got a lot of numbers. You know, we got a lot of numbers on defense, right? Yeah, that's, we've got a ton of we got a lot of <laughs> defensive backs in that room. So it's going to be Jermaine Hamilton, Jordan, about a six-one, one-eighty. Chose us over Iowa State, well, Kansas State, Kansas, Washington State. So they brought in a bunch. Well, they're looking to fill that, <laughs> looking to build that depth. Uh, that feel that in the secondary. We got the D lineman John Hill coming in. You know. He uh, he played at Dumas High School. Had 103 tackles, so so it's always it's always nice to see you know somebody coming in with uh, Arkansas ties. Oh yeah, 13 sacks. So mm-hmm. hey, he's he's gonna get a chance to chance to contribute. Who else we got? Cameron Ball from Atlanta, six five, three ten. Oh yeah. So, well, he's a good-looking kid too, isn't he? <laughs> I like these. I like these young guys, man. I love looking at them like before the start of the year, and it's like, all right, yeah, this is these. these are, like you can almost tell sometimes. I like these two are gonna break out. You know, they're gonna have a breakout season. So, oh yeah. Here's Solomon Wright, six six foot two ninety five from Oklahoma. Chose us over. Texas Tech, Iowa State, Missouri, Oklahoma State. Nice. Uh, he's pretty member of a. Let's see. Man. See, his, his dad played in the NFL for six years, so coming from a good bloodline of well prospects. Cool. So looks like looks like we kind of rounded out some things with. Uh, uh, recruiting Pittman did. Now he's just gonna have to get it on the ball. And then linebackers looks like got. Uh, I have heard some things from uh, Chris Paul Jr. Chose uh, us over Nebraska, Cincinnati, Louisville, Tennessee. Six one two forty. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's kind of like a grow into a beast force at linebacker. Goodness gracious. 
Yeah, we got some. We got some. We got some. Our young guys look good, man. It's gonna be an exciting year next year. Oh, well, I mean, this year's an exciting year too. We're getting a lot yeah. of guys back, but I'm just saying next year is gonna be exciting too. It's like you can see the depth being built, you know. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be neat to see, you know, to see the program progress as we move forward. Yeah, I think that's kind of, I mean, just after what we've kind of seen in the past, it's really a lot about that. This year we've got a big chance to have a special season, but it's also a lot about just building this program, and mm-hmm. um, Pittman's done a real good job of that so far. We're going to be the dark horse. We're going to be the breakout. We're going to surprise people this year. He Mark my words, you know, it's going to be one of those years where folks are like, my goodness, they're pretty good this year. They're not. They're not that bad. They're a lot better than we thought. We've been we've been talking trash about them for a very long time, and now we can't anymore. I, I feel like yep. that's just, it. Just feels like it's time. It's time for the tide to turn. Yeah, it's it's just it's just been too long. But yeah, I think I think I have to agree with you. We're gonna be a surprise team. We're gonna surprise some folks with some big wins. I think there's gonna be a big name we we knock off. Um, whether that be, I'd love I'd love to show A and M what's up. That very first conference game this year really dude, put them in their place, dude. All these so-called professionals saying we're going to lose to Ole Miss. What are they? Ta- did they not see the game last year? Like, what are they talking <laughs> about? Yeah, I'm not. I have heard, a lot of people are on the kind of the Ole Miss, Ole Miss what wagon did, right now. What did he do? Did he just did he go on the transfer protocol and just replace the whole damn team? Like, what did he do? So good, they're going to be so. so much better than they were last year. I don't see anything that would be on the defensive side that would improve them. That's what it's going to be about. Hell, they can score some points. We saw that they put up forty-eight against. They were going to shoot out with Bama. I mean, we mm-hmm. know they can put up some points, but can they make any stops? That's what's going to be big about Ole Miss. But mm-hmm. yeah, I love seeing. It's not like going on the road at road at Oxford just a tough test like wow what an environment you know what i mean what a what a tough environment to play in that's not gonna be a problem for us so that's gonna be a big game about middle of the season oh yeah absolutely i, I gotta agree with that 100 percent. all right so uh what was we gonna take a look at did we look at the uh special teams yet no not yet Whew, man okay well i guess we can so I know. So we've got um, uh, Cameron Little. Yeah, Cam Little. He was the number one kicker coming out of high school by by ESPN and two four seven. The number one, like in the nation or in the, the state? In the nation. In the no, nation. No, in the in the nation. Yeah. Wow. Number one in the nation. So that's awesome. That's... <laughs> so we're getting the absolute best kicker in the entire United States of America. At the University of Arkansas. We need something like that. Our our special yeah. teams has not been where I would like it to have been for a while. Yeah, we have not had a good kicker since Zach Cocker. Just coming here where you're just like, well, there's three points. Mm-hmm. So you can get points on the board. And, um, and he's a freshman, you said? Yeah, he's a true freshman. He was also rate, rated a five-star punter and kicker. But I think his main – I know um, – I think Zan, he's here in the scrimmage last week. They, he was making some 50-yarders and – so Pittman said there's one he made that could have made it from 65. And, but it sounds like, sounds like he's put on some pounds for the freshman year. But mm-hmm. That's exciting, man. I hate to put a lot of pressure on him, but we really need him. Well, I mean, you know, it's the SEC. You shouldn't have came here if you didn't want pressure on you. You know, it's oh, football yeah. in the South. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure being the number one kicker, I'm sure he knows, like, what he's... I hope so that's, he's gonna learn. Exciting. Yeah. What about uh, Matthew Phillips, the uh, backup second string kicker? You think he? Uh, do you know? I mean, he did. He was one out of one last year, a twenty-six yarder. So I mean, he's. I'm sure, he's got every chance to compete this year. If he's better than the uh, little, we'll have him out there. But uh, yeah, Phillips will definitely be him and little competing, but. Um, I just like to see. I just like to see um, Little stay healthy all year. But if he doesn't, you know, you just want to make sure you got somebody can fill in. You know. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it'd be that. 
What about uh, Reed Bauer, the punter? All right. What did Reed Bauer do last year? Okay. Well, he he, he averaged 43, 43.5 yards of punt last year. That's why kind of – I know him and Lloyd were kind of in a competition at the beginning of the season. Bauer took over. He had eight, eight punts, 50-plus yards, 10 inside the 20. I remember so thinking sure last be... year, like, that was a pretty decent punt. I remember using that phrase quite a bit last year. <laughs> Nothing as memorable as uh, uh, Chad Morris when he's just when we got blown out, and he's like, well, punting was halfway decent. <laughs> like, that's the only thing <laughs> I can say. It's just... <sighs> but, yeah, punting went, I mean, that's, that's pretty good, about 44 yards and been able to place them inside the 10-yard line. So I'm sure Bowers got the job this year. Yeah, we're deep in punters, too. We got we got George Cratton out there and Sam Lloyd right behind him. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the kickoffs, we got Vito Calvaruso. He had 33 touchbacks. So he's been – he's uh, he's one of the better uh, kickoff uh, guys we've had in a while, being able to place it in the end zone that many times. So – that's a lot of kickers for a lot of different like, – <laughs> usually we use one to do a couple things. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We've got, we got specialty <laughs> kickers for sure. <laughs> yeah. Did we – no, we didn't do it, did we? What's that? Did we hire a special teams coach? Oh, he was here. No, he was here uh... – he was here the year before, too. We've got a special teams coach. Scott I know, Fowler. I know, I know. It was oh. a big joke last year. I thought it might be – I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. No, I flew over my head. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like we had one, huh? <laughs> that is good. What we're going to do, we're going to have to find somebody for kicking punting. So we need that. That's going to be a big deal. Well, the special teams coach did a decent job last year of making us better than we were the year before. And yeah, we hadn't had a special teams coach for quite some time. Yeah. So to have a special teams coach that improved us a little bit is nice. You, you would think we would probably have market imp- improvements going into this year. You know. Yeah, you would think with spring and um, hopefully having more guys this year. Last year, I know they were kind of talking about it. And I, I get this kind of hard to hard to field your um, return and. Um, your punt teams and kickoff teams when you never know who's going to be available each game. So hopefully there'll be more of a kind of notion in that. Mm-hmm. Consistent knowing what your roster's going to be and who, what guys you have uh, out there. And then, you know, you got your kick returners. you got Debbie and Warren coming in there at kick returner. Uh, Raheem Sanders will probably be in there. Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> and uh I like that nickname. That's a heck of a nickname. <laughs> Rocket. Rocket. Yeah, and I guess they've been trying out this year. Let's see, looks like in fall camp so far they've been trying out. Looks like Warren's probably gonna be the kicker up turn guy. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they've been trying out Ladarius Bishop, like you're saying, Rocket Sanders, Mike Slusher, Josh Oglesby and T J Hammonds. Yeah. Hopefully one of those guys steps up. Well, you know, Rocket's got to be the guy. He's probably just he's like playing. he's probably just the game time type guy, right? They'd probably put him out there and be like, "Whoa, yeah." <laughs> With a name like that. With a name like that, he's got a. I expect a lot out of him. He's at the five. Rocket's at the ten. Rocket past the fifty. Just. Man, Rocket at the forty. Opening kickoff against Texas rocket. just kicks it off and Rocket <laughs> takes it all the way. Touchdown, Rocket. Gives the horns down when he gets in the end zone. Oh, great. Spikes it and gets a penalty. Getting the horns down. <laughs> and then instead of scolding him, Pittman gives him a high five as he, as he runs in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does it with him. Ah. <laughs> oh. Well, we got punt returners too. We got what uh, Traylon Burke's going to come out at punt returner. Uh, probably going to have Proddy there. And uh, what do you think? You think Rocket be there too? I don't know. I could, yeah. Well, try to find a place for him. Um, so that'd be nice. 
be good, man. Be good. But I think Burks is going to be. I think he's going to get the start, you know. Yeah, I, I would figure so. Yeah, I do like this Rocket Sanders thing, though. Well, he's wearing number five. That's a. If they haven't retired that, hopefully they'll give him the next three years. He'll give them us a reason to re- finally retire that number five. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, man. <sighs> Boyd kind of. Boyd kind of. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> First year showed promise <laughs> using that number five. Yeah. I don't. We need you know. We, to really. We lived through a real special time with the number five. <laughs> I, a lot of these folks. Don't even understand. A lot of the fans these days don't don't grasp it. You know, they're like <laughs> they like uh, McFadden. Like they like my, you know, Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, they've seen it, but they didn't live through it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Like when you're on the sidelines and whew, you're in, you know, you're on. Uh, well, McFadden actually, I wasn't on the sidelines yet, but I did watch him in War Memorial. Some nice seats on the fifty. My uncle Ronnie, a few times. Oh yeah, he had some big <laughs> games. Oh yeah, yeah. That was my first couple. My first two years in college, McFadden was. Those were McFadden's two last years, and it was pretty good. <laughs> yep, Ronnie would good take round of games. Ronnie takes to both Little Rock games. We'd go watch them just uh, annihilate some team, just some random small team, and then you'd go watch LSU, you know. Well, that was a tough year with McFadden and LSU and Little Rock, but. That's true. Oh, well. That's true. Oh, well. That was an exciting game. It's not always the best. It's not all. It wasn't always the best games. (laughs) But more than not, it was. I'll tell you that. Yeah. More than not. I mean, I remember when Houston Nutt hadn't lost a game in War Memorial at all, deep into his career. You know, like was proud to go there and play. Like it was a, you know, it was a stamp of honor that you couldn't beat him there. Oh yeah, there were shirts. There were shirts that were made. I remember the shirts that were like undefeated in the Rock. Oh man, yeah, you knew going there, you weren't. Hell yeah. Well, I'll tell you, man, just a, like when we, when I was working with the Razorbacks, you know, we would get on the bus and we would go to the Fatville games and we would pull up and everybody would be, you know, tailgating and, you know, everybody would be down in the pit and, uh, you know, there would be, you know, the police would have them all parted apart and, and, you know, all out of the dang way and stuff. And, you know, you'd walk down through there and high-five folks and stuff on the way to the, on the way to the, you know, locker room. And you go into the locker room, so on and so forth. And that was fun. You know, the hog walk was always, always exciting there. But whenever you went to Little Rock, it was just different, man. You're, you're on the bus, man. And you, you roll up over the hill and you're, you start seeing folks you know, standing out by, you know, what used to be the mall there in Little Rock with the signs and stuff like that. And, like, you got people out in their yard, and it's like, you know, they know you're coming. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And, and they've oh, been yeah. siding, uh, waiting on it all year. And they're, they're, the residential areas are, like, welcoming you in to the Rock. And then you go past where the mall is and you start pulling up to the golf course there. And, uh, that's whenever they, you know, those drunk folks, they see the bus and fill up the, the, it always comes to a standstill. It always comes to like the police have to move the cars out of the way and the bus has to like stop for a second. And when it does, everybody starts shaking and rocking the bus and they're calling hogs and, like for the rest of the way, you know, they're, they're doing that. And that was one of the most exciting things, man, you know, uh, just having your fans that, that fired up and excited to see you, uh, it was just a different atmosphere. It wasn't the same atmosphere that you got. It was more, if I was going to like, 
I would say it's more like going and watching a Bucks game or something like that. You know what I mean? If they like walk, if they like drove the Bucks down in a bus like that, that's 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 how I feel like it would be. You know, I don't know, just a lot more exciting. Probably the beer, you know, on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. It just it helps a lot. It's just a different. I don't know. It's a different different atmosphere. I love Little Rock games. Yeah, I'm just glad they're still. Still doing them, at least for now. Well, I, I, looks like we're going to start playing some more in-state schools. So Yeah, I like that. That UP game. UAPP game. I heard to move that to Little Rock. I think it is. Is it? Yeah, it is. It is. Sweet. That's, that's nice. We got that. Nice. That one down there. And I guess they're probably the away team, too. That's nice because that's the thing that's exciting about like <clears throat> that is that you can welcome in an in-state team as the away team and allow them to take most of the proceeds of the night. You know, I oh, like yeah. that. Well, I think that's good. Well, I think that's helpful for those small schools, their programs. You know, it is. I, I think so too. I think it's going to be a good, joyous occasion. People will be pretty nice. UAP crowd, not too far from them. I definitely would rather see UAPB. LSU used to come from one. They're fans, so I would grow. You know, growing up in Arkansas, I would have never thought that UAPB would have got to the point where they'd be playing the University of Arkansas. You know what I mean? Um, at least, like when I was, you know, when I was coming up, you know, uh, because I don't know, they were just so far away in caliber. It's it's amazing how good that the small Arkansas schools have became at, at football. You know, even look at Arkansas State, UCA Bears. I mean, these teams that were small programs have really become powerhouses in their conferences. Yeah, especially UCA. That's a pretty good, <laughs> pretty pretty fair opponent to be playing. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see some. Yeah, I mean, they've still, UAPB still, they've actually had some. This is not bad. I was trying to look at their year. Have, they, year have right. they played any Power 5 teams? Not sure. Surely they, I know, I know they. Is this going to be the first one? No, I doubt it. No, probably, no, no. They probably no, had no. to play some, get some money to get. No, no. Yeah. No, they've played some. Are they just like a high school team? Or are we just going to demolish them? Why well, can't I? Don't know. I don't know why I'm looking up UAPB right now. I shouldn't even be researching this. I am because I'm trying to see year by year. I want to see. Well, it is hard to find records on. <laughs> Beat them pretty good in women's basketball. I can tell you that. Pretty handedly. Oh gosh! So they were six and five last year, and then the year before two and nine, two and nine, one. Man, Monty Coleman had them ten and two in two thousand twelve. Yeah, they just hmm. great. Man, went from two and nine to six and five last. Oh. They didn't play last two thousand. I haven't played since two thousand nine. When they they have played a, what'd you say SEC opponent? Oh no! I said they went from two and nine to six and five, and then they didn't play last year. It was the first time they have they played it, or this season will be the first time they've played in two years. Oh yeah. What are these? What they got? What they play? Southern Graham. What is MVSU? Oh, I know that one. Oh, Mississippi Valley. Mississippi Valley. Okay, and then yeah. what? PV. What's AAMU? Uh, is that Alabama A and M? Alabama Alabama A and M University. Yeah. They definitely didn't play. 
Oh, they play UCA at good, uh, try to see if that game's on there somewhere. Oh, they play Florida A&M, too. Oh, that'd be a good one. Let's see, in 2019. I wonder what that Central Arkansas game's going to be like. Yeah. Okay, they played, two years ago, they played TCU, lost 7 39 TCU two years ago, and they lost seventy to thirty nine. Seven to thirty nine. Okay, well, that's still pretty bad. Yeah, but either way, either way is about the same. <laughs> didn't play. Didn't play a big time. See in two thousand. Well, they play Central Arkansas. That ought to give us an idea, like of or yeah, you know, be- where they're at. That'll be interesting. Alabama State's pretty good, last I heard. I'm wondering if that TCU, man, because all these other records I'm looking at for the last decade, they did not play any, as far as Power 5, they didn't. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, man. Do we got more to talk about? Are we just rambling right now? We are just rambling. More about UAPPs. We we did go over everything, oh. though. I think we did defense. We did special teams. Next week we're gonna do what offense? Yep. Talk about the offense and what we can do there. Yeah, our offense one always drags out. <laughs> that's always the most exciting one. No, no matter how bad you pretty- are. <laughs> <laughs> No matter what. All right, Tim, let me just ask you this. I just This is just a gut feeling right now, gut feeling, the practices we've seen, we've seen, you know, all the things we've seen so far, gut feeling. Is Arkansas going to be a better football team than we had last year? And are we going to be, what would you, where would you put our competitiveness in the SEC? I think so, man. I, I think... We're not on, um, not the way we're not on Georgia's level. The way that they've been playing, Florida's been good here recently. LSU won a championship. I don't think we're going to be on that level this year. Pete, I feel pretty good about not being. I feel like we're above that echelon of we're not. We're not stuck down there with Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and LSU, Tennessee, uh, Mississippi State. I think we're going to show no matter what a lot of people think. I think we're going to be better than Ole Miss this year. Uh, can we move ahead of Auburn? Can we can we make a dent versus Texas A&M? But I think we're in that upper half of the SEC, and I think we're going to have to show it. I mean, we're obviously going to have to show it. Cause we have done nothing to prove ourselves in the last few years, but I believe I believe this is it. Man, I wish we played like South Carolina. What? Four wins in the all-SEC schedule last year. Four wins in an all-SEC schedule. That's almost a bowl game in an all-SEC schedule. Literally had a bowl game, and they took it away from us. Because I guess somebody got sick because they couldn't put their mask on. Right? (laughs) So, look, hey, for the sake of sports, for the sake of the Razorbacks, get your vaccine, put your mask on. And we can all crowd together and sing and yell and drink and spit on each other and hang out. It would be fun, man, you know? Watch a game, sneak a whiskey in in your boot. You get to pass it down the row and back up because everybody's backed up, you know? Mm-hmm. Just saying. It's on you guys. Just get it done. Real football fans, real people that like football are- Vaccinated. I agree. Pittman and his players are, so you're not going to be like, well, the players are sacrificing, sweating out there in 100 degree heat, you know, and going through the off season just for this, just for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. No, one little shot in the arm to protect ourselves and the community and family members and the players and everyone else and the kids out there and the teachers and absolutely <laughs> too hard. Yeah, just 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 do it, like Nike says. Yeah, just do okay. it, man. You know, 
It'd be good to wear a mask, too, the way kids are getting it, you know, so you don't kill kill children. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I think that would be a really, really cool thing not to not to hurt the kids and just put a little, put a little mask on whenever you're out and about. <laughs> Around anybody, yeah. yeah. It's not that hard. I don't really understand. I think it's hard. I know you got to work with it and see it every day, so it's got to be much more difficult for you, but I know that would drive me nuts. Strange folks out there, man. Have no mental, physical fortitude. Just wear a mask. Well, I understand. (laughs) Like, I understand the issue. Like, I understand what the issue is. I understand that, like, we were wearing masks, and everybody was doing like pretty good with it. We wasn't doing too bad. It was doing a lot better than we are now. And then uh, CDC was like, "Hey." We got the vaccines, and you guys don't have to worry about it. But then it mutated, and now we got to like worry about it again. I think that I don't know that everybody understands that, like you know, it's back to a point where because like you know, nothing's shut down, nothing's really changing. They're handling it so much differently this time, you know, and it's just like they're hoping, I guess, that people will do what they need to do to, to slow the spread down, you know? So. Well, to me, it's been, even after that, you see, because, you know, the CDC is like, well, if you're vaccinated, you ask all these stores, like retail stores, they have the signs like, we're no longer requiring customers to have, wear a mask if they're vaccinated. And to me, it's like probably the same thing with me. I was vaccinated and still wearing a mask, and I'm sure anybody I see wearing a mask is probably vaccinated. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? The people that take it seriously... Or continue to, and it's the ones like, okay, well, I mean, in a perfect world, yeah, those unvaxxed people would have been wearing a uh, mask, but they took them off too. Like, look, I got them. I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. Anyway, that's our suggestion. I just want football and basketball. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm Lord, just looking at it from a fan. I'm just looking at it from a fan sport perspective. For the Arkansas Razorbacks, perspective only. That's how I'm trying to look at this. And I know, you know, I got, you know, I made a couple little jokes here, but whatever. But from a fan's perspective only, if everybody's vaxxed up, everybody's wearing face masks, you can put more people in the stadium than you can. If you're not, you can be louder. You can disrupt on fourth and ones, different things like that. And you can you can do what the fan needs to do to help interject in that game and help win that game. Because Arkansas fans can definitely help win games. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've seen them get so loud that they they couldn't, you know, call their snap cadence and their snap count. So I've seen that happen. And it, it's just like let's let's do what we got to do to get the most people in the stadium. And that that is what would help us do that. And and the basketball arena. Yeah, it's all like now we haven't we haven't loaded any. Um... Attendance numbers are done, but but if it keeps getting worse, and then we're gonna we're gonna be forced to um, do the proof of vaccination or get a you know a negative COVID test to get in the ball game, which I'm all there for. But make it easy on yourself and just go ahead and get vaccinated now before they do that. Mm-hmm. I have to take your tickets. You want me taking your tickets? Well, we'll see, man. We'll see. I don't know. That's 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 how we can get the most people in the stadium, make the most noise, and disrupt the game the the most that we can when when it's our opportunity to do so. When you know we're not yelling at our quarterback or something, you know. But that you know, we probably won't see that again for a while. <laughs> oh, I've never seen I'm anything ready. like that before. <laughs> Uh, hey, well, I think we're done. I think we did a, a pretty a decent one. podcast tonight. That was a good podcast. Hey, if uh, you're still there, you're still listening, here's what I say that you do. Go ahead and go to the section and click the button and leave us a voicemail. All you got to do is go to the description, click the button, and then leave your voicemail, and then we'll play it right on the uh, 
right on there. Hey, it's okay if you disagree with us. That's cool, man. That'll, that'll give us something to think about and talk about and be able to uh, be able to throw around. Yeah, we need to. What, come on, get Scott. We're going to put you out there a couple years ago when those guys, when one old boy was arguing with us about Chad Morris needs more time. Mm-hmm. You know, never heard back after he had another year of no SEC wins, but you know, we'd like to hear. I mean, we put your point out there, we put your opinion out there, yep. and that's okay. We need different opinions. Yeah, I think we're wrong about everything, but it doesn't sound like we are if nobody ever argues with us. That's or right. compliments what how we're doing or adds on to anything. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things we forget in the heat of the moment. We're I, doing this live, so yeah, absolutely. Or maybe they got something that they've maybe they have somebody that they've been looking at. Maybe there's somebody they saw in high school. You know, maybe they want to talk about that person and and what they think they're going to bring to the table. I'd love to have those. So anyway, yeah, all you do is here. click the button, leave the leave the voicemail. It'll be cool. Please. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I saw Sanders last year playing my team, or he's on my high school, or whatever. Well, there is that. All right, we'll talk about that next podcast. Woo, pig, suey. <laughs> Go, hogs.